0: Welcome back to the End Times Countdown. I am your host, Pastor Matt, here again with another episode here talking about the end times and uh, leading us into the book of Revelation. <laughs> because Revelation is unfolding right in front of our faces as we speak. I've been relatively quiet about a lot of the things happening around us because, you know, I, I, you've heard me say before, that there's so many others out there that are (laughs) doing such a better job at at this than, than i ever could right i mean there's people that golly they spend their whole days and weeks and lives just pulling reports and research and statistics and and percentages and all this good stuff which is amazing right um that's all that's all good and i enjoy what they do i'm really glad they do that because it gives us a sense of reality and our sense of where we are but i i feel like we need to come back into this and not just look at this from a place of what's happening out there right so the end times isn't happening just because of the calamities that are happening out there out in the world that the stress the anxieties the inflation the craziness that's really not the sign if you will of the end times coming to pass even jesus said that if you remember in luke 21 and, and the other different translations or uh, witnesses testimonies of that where it's written in the other gospels you recall that jesus said in luke chapter 21 he was talking to his disciples he was talking to the people right there And he was talking to the representatives of Israel and Jerusalem because at the time they were the spiritual center of the world. So since then, that spiritual uh, capital, if you will, has shifted. And I y'all forgive me. I dare say that that spiritual capital shifted from Israel over to what the Bible calls the Gentiles. But who are the Gentiles? We are the Gentiles. And our nation actually began as the center, as the capital, if you will, the spiritual rebirthing of Israel in the world, in the earth, as the season or the age of the Gentiles, as Jesus called it. So he was speaking to them along those lines, and he was telling them that a whole bunch of terrible, bad things are going to happen to you guys. Uh, First, they'll be killed by the sword, uh, sent away as captives to all the nations, And Jerusalem itself, the very spiritual capital of the world, will be trampled down by the Gentiles or, if you will, the unbelievers or those non-Jewish people. They're called Goyim in the Hebrew, and it just literally means nations. So it's the nations outside of Israel. Because, again, Israel, Jerusalem was the epicenter. It was the capital of, of where God lives, if you will. That's where God lives. It's the spiritual capital of the world at that day. And the Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period or the age of the Gentiles comes to an end. So with the death of Christ came a, a passing on of the baton, if you want to think of it like that way, to the age of the Gentiles, to the nations. So, I mean, if you can imagine how how everybody was freaking out, probably in Jerusalem and all that, I mean the spiritual capital it's just it, to them i'm sure it, it probably even seemed like that right like the whole world is just going to hell <laughs> like literally no really not cussing like literally it's all going to hades it's it, the, the devil is taken over jerusalem the spiritual capital of the world is destroyed what are we going to do oh my gosh because look where are we going to go But they didn't realize, they didn't understand the prophecy, they didn't understand what Jesus said in the times and seasons, that there is an age of the nations. Why? Because the nations needed to be saved before the end comes. This is the age that we are coming to a close in. And then what's going to happen is everything is going to transfer, the baton shall be passed one more time, back to Israel. And it will be as it were before the church even existed. And I say that, but I don't know. In reality, it could also very well be the baton is going to be passed to the Antichrist administration, to the beast, to that governmental system. Very possible. But either way, the the Gentiles will be out of the picture. And whatever this, this season, whatever this age brought about, it will come to a close and it will be finished. We call it actually in the church world we call it the church age it's the age of the gentiles the nations but then listen to what he said again and then there will be strange signs in the sun <laughs> weirdness happening with the sun <laughs> how are you even gonna know that i'm sure the disciples back then are like what? it's a sun I can't even look at it without going blind after 20 seconds. What do you mean strange signs in the sun? How are you even going to know? Look, y'all, today we have maps of the sun. We can see when sunbursts happen. They talk about sun thunderstorms and (laughs) sun storms and things and when it will blast and hit the earth. Can I shoot this by you right quick? We're talking about light years between us and the sun and the, all these stars and the moon and these heavenly beings. Well, not the moon necessarily, but the stars and the and the galaxies and things. But certainly between us and the sun. Have you ever thought about this? That the sun right now, it could have blown up. It could have completely destroyed and imploded itself. Literally, y'all, like a thousand years ago, and we don't know it. It's still shining bright in the sky because it's so many light years away. <laughs> Interesting, right? That crazy thought, but it could literally be have already been destroyed. You know, this is why I'm saying the times and the seasons are in God's hands. So there are things happening out there that we can't fathom. We don't know anything about. And here's the news. They could have already occurred, and we don't even know. We're still living life. And we don't even know that destruction and whatever is on the way. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's so funny how much stock we put in ourselves and our president and, and our politics and our governmental system. How much trust and faith we put in ourselves and in the environment and this earth and this planet and each, even each other. When so many of these things are so incredibly out of our hands, it, it, you can tell the turn somehow that humanity has made from going to God and understanding that God is the only answer. Yehovah is the only answer to the things happening in this planet and they understand that they, they, they get it they get it they understand why it happened they understood that sin causes this did you know in the old testament when somebody got sick or diseased or the major thing back then it was their cancer of their day it was leprosy everybody knew when you got leprosy it was because of your sin <laughs> i mean could you imagine going to the cancer ward today and saying wow okay who's sin let's get this thing under control i mean can you imagine that's what they did back in the in the old times in Jesus' jesus's day and even beyond the, do you remember when when they came upon the blind man that was born blind you remember what the disciples say they said master whose sin caused this man to be born blind Was it his sin or his parents' sin? What does that mean? It means they all understood the underlying source of disease and sickness and blindness and halt and lame and all of those things was sin. They understood sin causes judgment. (laughs) We're the only generation that that, that puts billion, zillion dollar hospitals out to treat things. when the underlying source is very possibly just spiritual rebellion wow i mean is everything i of course not we do stupid things right technology does stupid things we 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 kind of inflict ourselves with a lot of things but i'm talking about i'm talking about spiritual matters so again how on earth can Jesus tell these disciples standing there in their sandals there's going to be strange signs in the sun, sunspots and sun flares and sunstorms, and <laughs> can you imagine them scratching their little turbans and saying, What? <laughs> I'm sorry, it just makes me laugh because they had no clue. But this is how prophecy goes. You know, almost a hundred years ago now, William Branham stood and his loafers and he talked about california falling off of the off of the nation and he was mocked and laughed at folks for generations by christians by uh, certainly by the world who made jokes and whatever but by christians he was mocked and made fun of y'all almost a hundred years later now in the times and the seasons that's ripe for the end times it's happening science is agreeing with it and now they're making models of what a tsunami what kind of damage what it would look like would a tsunami uh take over washington and oregon what would happen because wh- why would you even do that why would you make a study of something that's never happened before unless you have an inkling an idea that it could possibly happen you see what i'm saying i mean that listen w- we have to be smart enough to understand These guys don't do things just for the sake of doing it. So Jesus said, watch out. There's going to be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And here on the earth, in the nations, there will be turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas, tsunamis, strange tides, waters coming in and ain't supposed to, water going out and it ain't supposed to. Tsunamis happening and wiping out islands and nations and and states and so forth, Uh, things that they're not supposed to be doing. People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth, for the powers in heavens will be shaken. I think a lot of people, a lot of people think that that means heaven, as in the kingdom of heaven, But that's not what that says here. What it's talking about is literally the heavens, the firmament of earth. It's talking about the stratosphere, the atmospheres of earth. So maybe this is a good place to insert this. A lot of people think that the devil, that the Satan is in hell, that he is in the center of the earth or in some strange place or whatever. And he's baking in a a lake of fire. Folks, he is not. The scripture is very clear that his throne is in the, is in the heavenlies. So you remember in Ephesians 2 verse 2 wherein times past you walked according to the course of this world or the lifestyle of this world this world system according to the prince of the power of the air that same spirit that now works in the children of disobedience or rebellion. The New Living Translation says it pretty plain you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world obeying the devil the commander of the powers in the unseen world he is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey god i think it's really interesting that word air could could i mean very much mean the air or the unseen spirit realm but in the Jewish mindset, it literally is talking about the space of 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 the realm of air or, if you will, the atmosphere where the devil, the prince of the demons, um, fills. He, In other words, his throne is in the heavenlies. It's not in the earth. It's definitely not in hell. I think it's funny because we actually think that, <laughs> I don't know why, but like, the devil's kind of excited about hell. That's where his house is. That's where he lives. That He, he likes fire. He's used to it. He enjoys it. That's stupid. <laughs> because Because nobody, because nobody, listen, even spirits, spirits are scared to death to be in hell. They don't want to be in hell. They don't want to experience this lake of fire. That lake of fire in hell is a punishment for even the the demonic spirits and the and the satan himself it's it's a cell it's a prison cell for all of eternity so why on earth would we think that he makes his home there oh no he's still he's still if you will on parole (laughs) for lack of better terms and his throne his place of authority is a place of of influence he is the prince of the powers of the air he is in what is described as the lower atmosphere of the planet so he's a spirit right what what was all this going on with ufo's and ufo sightings and this and that and so forth and different things listen we're able to see spirits when we're when when either our physical nature is heightened or the spiritual nature is is um, retarded or lessened right slowed down to a place where we can see and hear spirits right all throughout the scriptures all throughout even our lifetime there are people that have seen heaven they've seen angels they've seen things they've seen demons they've seen all sorts of things i actually sat with a man one time who had almost drank himself to death and he was experiencing demons that were grabbing and pulling at him and trying to pull him out of his body into hell. Craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. But listen, what happens is we are just able then to see and experience some things. That's why, what's what's going on with this UFO mess? I believe, personally, I believe that's what it is. It's of a spiritual nature, and people are experiencing demonic presences rather than some kind of little extraterrestrial et guy coming from mars or jupiter or something so we've got to understand where he is and where things are and what's happening (laughs) we can't be ignorant about these things anymore and we have to know that there are going to be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars and we're going to start seeing things happening weird junk in the atmosphere and watch what he says the powers in the heavens will be shaken so this, to me, isn't the kingdom of God. It's not the kingdom of heaven. Come on. who Who's big enough to shake God's house? I can't imagine anything or anybody big enough to shake God's house. Can you? So it's got to be somebody else's house that's being shaken. And so this, this specific scripture, this verse, is literally talking about the principalities and the powers of the air it is the demonic forces and powers that are working in the atmosphere even right now and he's saying what's going to happen is stuff's going to come to this earth that's going to shake <laughs> their very existence it's going to shake their kingdom their house Woo, which is a, a marvelous awesome thing so I, I think it's interesting we read some of these things as in like oh crud these are gonna, this is terrible what's going what are we going to do what's going to happen Listen, apparently something amazing is going to happen strong enough in the earth to shake the principalities and the powers in heavenly places, and that can only come from a righteous source. That's got to mean that there's going to be a a remnant strength, a remnant power in the earth that's going to work and walk with authority and understanding enough to shake the things of, of the devil that are happening all the way down to his throne, all the way down to his house. This is good news. That means there's a working happening in the earth. And he says, Then everyone will see the Son of Man (laughs) coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, because your salvation is near. And then he gave him this illustration, this picture. Look at the fig tree, or any other tree at that fact. When the leaves come out, you know without even being told that summer's coming. Summer's near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know the truth that this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. So what he's saying is, is watch out when this stuff starts rolling out you you understand that these that you understand the end has come but i think what's really interesting is at the very beginning of this he talks about he talks about like this in verse eight don't let anybody mislead you for many are going to come in my name claiming i'm it i'm the way the truth the life follow me it's all about me and they'll say the time has come time's come what do they mean by that the end of the world is here the time has come uh, I'm the Messiah. Follow me, and I'm going to take you on home. <laughs> he says, but don't believe them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things have to take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Y- you guys, this scripture right here has caused so many people to slack off and to, and to lose the pressure and the momentum that they have already put into being solid and understanding the ages and the times and where we are because they're like well see here jesus said when this stuff happens don't even worry about it because it ain't near that ain't what he said <laughs> he said don't trust all these crazy people and he's talking about from the t- from his time 33 a.d until where we're sitting right now all of that time has come and gone and there have been messiahs come and go and there have been ways that have come and gone. There have been people that have led others off and, and suicides and murders and so forth, and they have come and they have gone. Everything he said has been happening for the last over two thousand years. He added this as well. He said, He said, Don't, 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 don't panic. These things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Then he added, Nation will go to war against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Has that happened in the last two thousand years? There will be great earthquakes. There will be famines and plagues in many lands. And there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. And he said, But before all this occurs, there'll be a time of great persecution. So he's talking to these guys. He said, So before even this stuff happens, which is not an indicator of the end, then you guys are going to be persecuted. He begins to tell them what's going to happen to them then he says these things are going to happen for a long season nation against nation famines wars insurrections um uh, earthquakes in different places and all of this crazy stuff so we have to look at the timeline so what he's saying is is persecution is going to happen to you jerusalem is going to be destroyed utterly The Gentiles will take the the baton. The spiritual baton will be passed to the Gentiles. They're going to go for a season. And within this season, there's going to be famines and earthquakes. And there's going to be insurrections and wars and rumors of wars. Nations going to war against nations. Kingdom against kingdoms. Great earthquakes, famines, plagues. Terrifying signs in the heavens. These things are all going to happen. He said, but that doesn't necessarily Uh, address the end times here's where he says the end times are going to happen he says and then verse 25 we just read and then there will be strange signs in the sun that means uh uh-oh something else is happening now this isn't just wars and natural things now there are things happening in the universe that we cannot control the sun's going to start doing crazy junk the moon is going to start doing crazy junk stars are going to start falling and and things are going to start happening in the in the universe itself and here on the earth nations will be in turmoil what does that mean absolute chaos <laughs> perplexed out of their mind don't, can't even understand where is this tsunami coming from where's the water going where are these earthquakes what's happening here perplexed by roaring seas and strange tides People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth. My gosh, what COVID is next? What what variant is next? What else is going to happen? Uh, I'm going to read something here in a minute that goes hand in hand with what I'm reading to you right now. Out of the scripture. He says people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth. The powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then everybody is going to see everybody. Have you ever considered that? Everybody is going to see the son of man coming on the clouds everybody not just the christians everybody i think it's interesting how jesus kind of he he kind of bypasses the rapturing the catching away of the of the saints isn't that interesting and I, sometimes i've i've wondered well i wonder how come he didn't put that in the timeline too for us to understand i mean because for heaven's sakes if jesus said it then surely we <laughs> surely we would be like, oh, well, I mean, Jesus said it, so yeah, it's going to happen. I think that's such an interesting thing. I don't know. Maybe we don't have time to talk about this on this podcast. <laughs> I'm about to run out of time as it is, but um, I, I think it's interesting how he didn't allude to that. But look, the church hadn't even been born yet. The, I mean, he hasn't even died yet and resurrected. They had so many things to work on right now and through How is he even going to even tell them about a church and his body (laughs) and then they're going to be caught away, raptured up out of this planet when this happens and this happens and this happens? Wouldn't it make sense to reveal that to his prophets later and work that into the timeline from a place of being infilled by his spirit where we would have understanding? And then he could pull it out of the, the, the prior scriptures and the Old Testament and help us to understand that. Wouldn't that make more sense? Anyway, let me let me share with you this um, article that I'm reading here. It, the title goes like this. So it's um, it's from the, the website um, U.S. News something um, something U.S. News, and it says this. It says anxiety grows among Americans as crisis after crisis spirals out of control. To me, that sounds exactly like people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth because they don't even know they're perplexed by everything that's happening they are in other words worn out by the stuff by the chaos that is constantly in their face inflation mass shootings war pandemic insurrection the american people have been left feeling like so many things have spiraled out of control and that those charged with addressing them can't or won't fix them So some people are saying, wow, what are we going to do? Because our government and and our leaders cannot fix what's happening. So so people are now starting to arouse in the spirit and realizing, holy crud, things are happening that are out of our control. What do we do? I think this is insane because instead of people going to God, going to Yehovah, the creator of all heaven and earth, instead of going to him, Guys, look, the entire world is being set up right now. It's being poised and positioned for a savior to take over this planet, the United States of America and the world, the U.N., the United Nations, this whole entire planet. Instead of looking for God now, they're looking for another God type Messiah. That's the problem. Isn't that amazing? We're set up for an antichrist entity to manifest. We're here. The stage is set. Calamities and chaos and all this stuff. Listen, we're not even talking about earthquakes in diverse places and famines and pestilences and kingdoms and wars and things like that. We ain't even talking about that no more. We have way, way went past that. Now we're at a place where the earth is beginning to enter into a chaos that you and I can't control, something that our government systems cannot control. And what it's going to do is it's going to drive all of the government systems and nations into one solid world nation that is going to exist to rule the world, all nations, for the sake of, if you will, survival, We're just going to try to survive here. So we've got to unite in order to survive. You guys watch. That will be the next catchphrase that comes out from the UN from different uh, governmental systems. It's going to be that catchphrase. Listen, we've got to band together and unite together for the sake of survival. It's just like the devil to create chaos so that he can show up as the savior. There is a very specific political party. And I'm going to say that I'm going to say that both do it but one is really, really skilled at doing it in creating chaos and disruption so they can come in and be the savior and continue with their with their uh, behind-the-scenes agenda. It's, it's, it's insane, but this is stuff that's been happening for eons. Since sin made its way into this earth and into people, this is how it's been rolling. So here's what they keep saying here. For American populace that has been hit with bad news after bad news, the inflation numbers reported this week were a particularly painful gut punch prices for goods are up 9.1 percent from a year ago i even thought about you guys going back and looking at president trump and looking at obama president obama and looking at biden and the things that and and what happened the transitions the 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 positives and the negatives and the so forth but you all live through that just as well as i did and we know we just we know we know some of the things that were opened up during obama's administration during his if you will rule quote unquote rule over america where he opened up the pandora's box of lgbtq and how he pushed and he he really did divide america where racism and 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 equality and all those things are are concerned black lives matters was birthed out of obama era administration laws were actually passed forcing people to do things against their belief systems for the sake of identity and 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 transgenderism and so forth Uh, passed the, the the law the legislation um that men are allowed in women's bathrooms Uh, and so forth and vice versa and whatever um (laughs) you know it opened up pandora's box and from this last podcast listen when the wicked are in control right and so but but look president trump came in he wasn't he wasn't our pastor right he he wasn't he wasn't standing there with a halo on his head i mean the guy had a potty mouth he was you know, and everybody's looking to him as a savior, as a Messiah. He ain't. He's not. He just came in with some business acumen and good sense, and he did respect God. He respected Christianity. He respected God. I, was he a Christian? I don't know. But he respected God. He honored God. What did he do? He made Jerusalem. Uh, i mean he didn't god did years and eons and centuries ago but he came out and he he reaffirmed jerusalem is the capital of israel and he did everything he could do to help israel and because of all these things because he was somewhat righteous and allowed righteousness to take stance in america By the end of his administration, we had reached a place of a, they called it a Cinderella economy, like the numbers were, if it was was a a table that you could make out of all of the statistics and all of the economic logistics and all this stuff, it was a perfect economy. And look where we are right now. Prices for goods up 10% from a year ago. More even than dire predictions of economists and the fastest pace since late 1981. Gas prices have dropped steadily, but they're still high. I laugh at people who are like, ooh, the gas is going down. Praise you, Lord. I'm like, you know, yeah, that's nice that gas is going down. I'm not going to rejoice until it's back where it was at $2 and <laughs> whatever it was, right? Because, because again, this is how the enemy works on us. He's how he works. He creates chaos and then relieves it just a little bit to where we're rejoicing that it's relieved just a little bit and nobody ever demands that it goes back where it was we were shown and proven that it could go back to a really stable amazing place where we all could prosper <laughs> and so an anxious electorate looks to to uncle joe to do something but all he could promise to, was to let the federal reserve use interest rates to cool down the economy So they're already understanding we're entering into a recession. I believe we're already in a recession. But the White House uh, officials tried to soften the blow by saying, oh, the data, and oh, this, and oh, that, and it's not true. (laughs) Um, If it were merely inflation, the American public and leaders uh, would be able to weather the storm. But they know, they feel and know that things have spiraled out of control and that people charged with addressing them either can't or won't fix them. I believe that's right. I believe there's a lot of people that think it can be fixed, but they won't. But then I believe there's a lot of other people that understand the reality. they can't fix this. We've We've crossed a threshold that cannot be uh, that cannot be brought back. It says this mass shootings already were becoming more common on its face an upsetting trend. Um, uh, and it talks about the, uh, the the law enforcement officer standing in a hallway doing nothing while a killer gunned down 19 kids um january 6 hearings they're talking about an insurrection crazy trump people trying to take over the world that I, I don't really whatever women who support abortion rights now they feel like oh my gosh the world is end because we can't murder babies anymore the war in ukraine has not only contributed to high gas prices food supply shortages it reminded america of the limits of its power <sighs> and the hanging over of all of this is the most destabilizing factor of all the pandemic which, while more under control than it was in 2020, lingers as an ongoing threat, draining an already emotionally and mentally exhausted public. So here's what this little psychologist lady says. For two and a half years, it's felt like just one more thing after another, and that it's a significant source of stress. And it's not just a long list of stress-making issues themselves, but social media and ongoing apocalyptic news coverage that have America's in such a heightened state of anxiety And this lady says we're not meant to live under this degree of fight or flight. So isn't that amazing? The ongoing apocalyptic news coverage. So that's me, guys. That's me. (laughs) They're saying that I'm causing you such such anxiety and instability because I'm talking about the end times. Well, you know what? For the world, I can see where that would be a source of stress and anxiety. Because the world doesn't want it. It doesn't believe it. It wants to put its head in the sand and ignore that all of these things are happening and try to go to a governmental system to fix what's happening. It just can't be done. And I think this is interesting. In the, in the closing, oh, golly, I'm so out of time again already. But in the closing here, in the 70s inflation, I remember the, the 70s and 80s inflation. Inflation was so high and gas shortages were bad enough to require rationing, with drivers allowed to buy gas only on alternate days. I remember some of that, but now it all seems to be happening at once. It's crazy. This person says, "I want to believe that it's not quite as bad, but everything seems to be happening on an aggravated scale." Watergate was a traumatic event in American history, but he says that ja- the January 6th insurrection makes it look like a high school prank. So this Amy Freed or Fried, a political science professor at the University of Maine, likens the American electorate to a new parent walking a baby back and forth in the kitchen at 3 a.m. and wondering if the child will ever go to sleep. It seems unrelenting. The physical and emotional exhaustion obliterates any rational thought that, yes, eventually the problem will right itself. This shows that where we are is exactly in Luke 21, verses 25 through. And here we are sitting here and everything's in chaos and in complete turmoil and nobody and, and, and perplexed, perplexed, don't even know what to do. The book of Revelation talks about that men will literally try to kill themselves and fling themselves off of um, off of cliff sides and so forth and won't be able to do it because of the calamities and the chaos that's on the earth. I don't know about you guys, but during the covid pandemic thing that was going on. I looked at billboards and I couldn't believe how many billboards throughout the cities and towns that I went through that were advertising psychological help for people that were killing themselves. That's scripture. And I think this is something here in the very end of this podcast that resonates to where we are and what's happening. This dismay goes all the way to America's very system of government. The Times poll found that 58% of all voters say their system of government does not work and needs major reforms or a complete overhaul. Young voters are pessimistic as well. In the IOP's spring poll, 36% of 18- to 29-year-olds believe political involvement rarely has tangible results. 42% say their vote doesn't make a difference. That's half, half, half of this generation that's fixing to step up and take over the direction and the helm of America (laughs) say their vote doesn't even matter almost 50 percent that means all that means really only under 50 percent will actually be voting for anything and well over half 56 percent of this generation agree that politics today are no longer able to meet the challenges our country is facing Ladies and gentlemen, that is a monumental deal because if people have lost faith in a system that has worked for well over 200 years in America, where are they going to get their leadership? Where are they going to get their hope from? Where are they going to get a sense of something that's going to I'm telling you, we're on the brink here in America of absolute chaos (laughs) where people will no longer honor or respect a governmental or policing system and what's going to happen can we factor in the fact the truth that prophecy and a lot of the judgment things are coming to pass over on the west coast some things iran and different ones already targeting new york and new york city could you imagine if both coasts of america got hit and wiped out at the same time what's going to happen there's going to have to be a governmental system and a head of a worldwide governmental system a united nations system that's going to have to come in and take over because because already this generation already is leaning towards socialism already leaning towards communism as a new way as a new governmental system and if they go that way ladies and gentlemen it is a hop skip and a jump as my grandma used to say from an antichrist beast system taking over not just america but taking over the, the earth and the nations of the earth it's just a matter literally a matter of time so where is our hope in all of this as i end this podcast where's our hope in all of this the hope is in this you know what's coming and my hope is is what we read in Thessalonians first and second Thessalonians. My hope is in Proverbs that we read this last podcast. The world is going to see all the judgment, right? All the judgment is going to come upon the wicked and so forth and whatever. We're going to see it. The scripture says, but we're not going to be a part of it. This is something that I preach and minister all the time. And it's this. We have got to position ourselves in a place <laughs> where God is. We, we've got to strip back all of this church and all of the religion and all of the things we do and get back to the very root, the very core of this thing, which is his kingdom and his kingdom message and who we are in relations with him and position ourselves and what the scripture says, lift up thine eyes for your redemption is drawing near. Hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, the Lord is trying to speak to us and tell us, I'm coming for you. Hold fast to what you have. I'm coming for you. And so I'm so out of time again on this podcast. You guys, it just goes entirely too fast. Uh, Listen, I'm going to unhook from here. We're going to come back and we're going to touch again. I'm going to read some other things that are happening over on the West Coast, and we're going to discuss those things and see what those things are how they relate to what's happening and and how they could possibly even be a triggering point for this for this for this earthquake and the calamity and the chaos that's coming to the west coast oh my goodness you guys don't lose hope don't grow weary in well-doing listen panic fear all of these things do not belong to those who belong to christ if you're in Him and you're a part of Him, none of these things should move you. We should actually be kind of excited when you see these things happen. If, I mean, of course, if life is is cost and things, I mean, obviously, we have empathy and and we want to change and we want to. That's the whole point of giving the the kingdom message to people is to give them hope. But listen, we should be excited when we see the things happening in the sun. When we hear about stars and the moon and and we see things happening in this earth, it should be actually begin to excite us because that means this thing is about to wrap up and we are all about to to launch over into the eternal realm. So, guys, I'm hoping that you guys are listening through this and you're positioning yourself with Christ. And it's so easy to do. I mean, it's just yielding to him. It's literally just declaring father because the scripture talks about all you got to do is believe that Christ is the Messiah. He is the son of God. And he was put here on this planet to reveal the kingdom and to take my sins and to breach that that bridge that we could not breach. And all I've got to do is say, Jesus, I trust you, Father. I believe he is your living son. I believe he came. He lived. He died. He took my place so that I could be with you forever. I believe it. Take me. Use me. However and whatever you can do with me, I surrender myself to you. I'll serve you the rest of my days in the name of Jesus. Guys, I mean, it's so simple. And then you just step off and start trusting and living and believing in him. That's it. And look into the day when we step out of this body and step over into glory. It's going to be amazing. But these are the days and hours we live in. Y'all, I got unhooked from right here. So I'm going to tell it to you like we always do. Hey, listen, be awake, be aware, and be ready. Because all these things are coming. But don't you be afraid. (laughs) We'll see you next time we we'll